Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from our two different points of view. Mine being the somewhat cynical cinephile occasionally. Ooh, you switched it up this time. I'm a switcheroo. And mine being the hopeless romantic consistently. (laughs) That's pretty good. That's pretty good. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And tonight we're going to be taking a look at Ghost of Christmas Always. Is that... Is that the right title? That is correct. Huh. You're occasionally, I'm consistently, this movie is always. <laughs> yeah, we did not plan this at all, actually. That's, that works out. Um, that's, that's kind of a cool title. I kind of like that title. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. So, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. What did you think of Ghost of Christmas Always? Is this one, is this one that you'd like to fully watch again while the sleigh bells are slaying? Or perhaps just have on in the background while the jingle bells are jingling. Oh. Yeah. Or would you never, ever want to see this movie again ever in your life? (laughs) Uh, Well, I like sleigh bell slaying and jingle bells jingling. As you should. As you should. (laughs) And I would 1,000% watch this movie again. Wow. Wow. Those are strong words coming from romance over there. Yep, yep. I loved this movie. This movie... Wow, loved. I'm using the word love. Ooh. It it, it was just... It had all the right the right notes, the right... Mm. I, I mean, I would say no notes. There may be a few <laughs> notes, but no. This movie was so much fun. It was so cute, and it had magic. And I was going to say, it, this I was mean, like dripping with magic. It was... It gave me all the Christmas feels... Uh, and you know, you know, I love the magic, so it, it got me. What about you? Well, it's funny you say you say magic because as soon as I saw the previews, I'm like, man, Stephanie's gonna love this one. <laughs> there's, there's even a line in the film where she says, "I'm not magical. I just use magic," and I thought that was really cool. So, um, but getting back to the the question at hand, yeah, I would I would watch this movie again. <laughs> I would watch this movie again. Uh, this movie, I think, was one of the the better ones that I've seen in, in a hot minute. Yeah, there's very little things I would change in it. I, I think. You know, like you, I don't have I don't have too many notes in terms of the the entire film when it comes to the the story and everything. For me, this movie suffered technically. Um, I, I think, and I think that says how much I like this movie when the movie suffers technically, and I still love it. Um, I think this movie needed a bigger budget. If this movie had had a bigger budget, I think some of the things that I took issue with would have been would have been gone. So. Um, but we'll, we'll get into all that, but no, this movie is amazing. Really great movie. (laughs) Yes. It was so good. Um, were your issues with some high key lighting? Yeah, I know that's, yep. That's high key lighting. That's used a lot in these cause it's just, it's just a quick way to light scenes because the productions, you know, are, are so quick on the turnarounds, like two weeks to film or something crazy like that. So it's just an easy way to light. Um, and so a lot of high key lighting here and where the scenes are just flooded with light. I mean, shaping light, shaping light folks is an art. Okay. Are you proud that I know I, that? I am. Now? I am proud. I called it out. I saw it cause I don't really mind the high key lighting. A lot of people don't. A lot yeah. of people don't. Uh, as, as a lighting artist myself, I, I shape light on a daily basis. And so, uh, it, it really takes time. And so I, I understand why they don't have time, but I think if they had a bigger budget, if they had more time, I think this could have been one of the best movies, maybe in my top, my top 10. Ever? Yeah. Maybe my top 10. Yeah. Oh, well, 
Uh, it's going to be in my top 10 for sure. <laughs> and I don't even need to watch the other 30 movies to know. Oh, we're done. We're done. All right, guys. We're so done. This, is the, this is the podcast. It's been fun. Hope we're you guys have a good done. holiday season. <laughs> we're not done. But I know I've seen what I needed to see to know that this movie is going to be in my top 10. Well, let's talk. It could, about, it's probably going to be in my top five. I'm just I'm making a bold statement that's crazy. here. Well, let's talk about why that is. Let's let's dive right into it. Um, I know for me it was a typography of the title. I mean, I saw that type come up, and I'm like, yo, they they know what they're doing here. I don't I I don't remember the, oh, the title. That it didn't bug me. I know that because I it don't remember good. it. it um, was, go back and see it. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll go ahead and give us that wonderful plot summary for all the folks listening out there about. Why this movie is so special? This is my. This is probably. I'm going to call it right now. This is going to be your best plot. Oh no! Honestly, I was ready to say this is probably my worst one. Best one. Go for it. The movies where there's like so much going on and there's so many characters, it's really hard for me. I think. I think what it is is the movies that you really like. It's hard for you to do because you want to call it so many things. The movies that you hate, you do the (laughs) best plot summaries because it's like in and out, boom and done. Well, I don't know if that's always true but possibly okay here goes nothing a reimagined christmas carol story has Catherine, a ghost sent to scrooge peter along with the help of her ghosts past and future as her and peter's lives become entangled a little christmas magic goes a long way in making their dreams come true that last line got me. That was good. That was good. <laughs> I had to add Christmas magic yeah, I know. in there. I know. Uh, very well done, as per usual. Um, let's talk about our two main leads here. And really, I, we're going to talk about a few other people, too, because they're uh, an ensemble cast uh, that I think we need to call out. Yes, we have a newcomer to the Hallmark family, at least... I guess maybe I didn't fully do my research, but I believe this is her first Hallmark movie. I've definitely never seen her before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is Kim Matula, who plays Catherine. And I adored her. She was great. Absolutely perfect. No notes. No, no notes. notes. She was perfect. And I, I ju- yeah, adore. I just adored her. She's and a I. I hope this isn't one of those instances. I feel like we see this a lot where they bring in a newcomer and mm-hmm. I absolutely love them. And then they never do another Hallmark movie. Like it was just like this one off that they do in their off time or something. And then they never come back, which yeah. makes me sad. But I do hope to see more of her. Yeah, that does happen. They get snatched up by another network because they see them on Hallmark and they're just they're just gone. But yeah, I hope she stays. She's great. Uh, and we also have, is it a newcomer as well? Uh, yes, but not new to me. Uh, did you know this man before? Oh, wait, do you know this man? Oh, did I? Do I? Um, that is, uh, Mr. Ian Harding, who is better known to me as Ezra Fitz from Pretty Little Liars. The OG Pretty Little Liars. I don't don't know what that means. Um, gibberish is what you're saying (laughs) right now. I don't know any of this. His name is Ezra in the show. Um, he's a teacher. Mm-hmm. And um, I loved him in that show, even though, you know, he does some questionable things. But as an actor, he is excellent. And so I was very, this is a much different role for him. Um, and I haven't seen him in, in a minute. So I was excited for mm-hmm. his return into my life again on the screen. <laughs> and he 
I mean, he did not disappoint, of course. Like, he was perfect for this role. He and and Kim were just perfect. Ooh. That was a chef's kiss. Perfection together. Their chemistry was just, it was, oh, I, like, got goosebumps with them together. Like, I just, yeah, I loved him. And also, again, I hope that he will do more Hallmark movies. Yeah, Hallmark needs to snag this guy up too. Um, you know who he reminded me of? I absolutely know. Because he, I was getting the vibes too. And I was like, oh my gosh, because I haven't really seen this side yeah. of him before. Yeah. Do you want to say it on three? Yeah. And we'll see if we're thinking Are we going to say three and then go? Or like, so it's going to be a one, two, three, and then the name? Is that what we're doing? We're going to do one, two, two three. three. Okay. And then say it. Ready? One, one two, two, three. Paul, Paul Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this role seems to have been written for Paul Campbell. Um I mean, did Paul write this movie? Like, it has it has some Paul isms in there. Um, this definitely feels like a PC role, uh, and we can we can say PC because we've had him on the podcast, and so you know, buddies. But uh, he does he was giving Paul Campbell vibes, but I don't want to say like this should have gone to Paul Campbell. Like, I loved Ian Harding yeah. in this role, and he definitely has like some differences, and um, I love him in his own. Oh yeah, no, specific. Definitely. You know, it was way. A, it was a PC vibes, but yeah. he, he got he brought his own spin. Um, it was really cool. So I'm, I'm glad to see some humor back. I'm glad to see a movie. It, it didn't take itself too seriously. There were some serious moments here, but they had fun with it. They knew what kind of movie they were making. They just kind of leaned into the formula. Uh, and it was great to see. Yeah. Those are the best ones that are like quirky and yep, fun. Quirky. I like that. You're right. And there's a lot of like different characters and and it surprises you because that's yeah. something that in the Hallmark world, you don't get a ton of surprises. And I feel like this wave of like new Hallmark movies coming in, like they are just consistently surprising me. And I love it. I almost had you believing that she was his grandmother <laughs> and you were you were taking that bait pretty hard. And like, Wait, really? <laughs> this is, this would make sense. Are you sure? It was great. I okay. had a good time with it. Yeah, well, we'll get to that point point in the movie, um, and you really you were ready to like crush my entire world. Um, but go ahead, let's. Uh, I guess we'll talk about our, our meet cute here, and boy howdy, was it cute? It was it was super cute. It was super cute. It was it the was meatiest the meatiest of cute. It <laughs> was the cutest, meatiest of meat cutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just one she's a ghost like i just love i love ghosts i love when people see ghosts and they're not supposed to see ghosts such a weird thing to say i love ghosts (laughs) don't you i mean i do i'm a ghost hunter i know i I do but i love ghosts like this like friendly not like scary ghosts but like friendly pretty you know i'm here to scrooge you type of ghost you know i got although some of those are scary but uh i love that they, I I mean, I wish, I'm going to watch this movie again, obviously, right. but I want to count how many times they say Scrooge or Scrooged or Scrooging in yeah, this, the movie. They had a fun time with it. They definitely had a fun time with it. Um, but yes, the meet cute, adorable. I love, like, it really kicked in when he's like, oh, you know, yeah, I own this place. Oh, I my family owns the whole block. And then he sort of like is stumbling over his words like, oh my gosh, like, did that just come out of my mouth? Like he hears how it sounded and just from there and like her reactions to him, like his like nervousness and like, it just, I loved it. Absolutely adorable. Um, And this is one of those things where it's like, man, I really just wish, you know, 
we'll talk about budget here. I wish they had some more budget for this. Um, like the set design of this sort of rundown building, I thought could have used a little bit more. The lighting here definitely should have been a lot, lot darker in, in this scene. Um, and so it just, these little things are on the edges of it, but the movie itself was so good that I just kind of tuned that out. See, I'm going to have to disagree with you. You can disagree. I loved the set, like the way the set looked in this movie. Like I loved the coloring, like the colors were so like vibrant and mm -hmm. deep. And, um, I loved like all of the scenes where, you know, they had, they, there were a few different scenes with like snow, snow falling. And like, I don't know, like the twinkly lights, like the no, whole no, no, no. feel well, no. of the film was just like magical to me. No, I mean, the saturation of the film was up. It looked great. I, I'll give you that. Um, and there's a scene, uh, well, there's an office building that they use sometimes. And it's just like, man, they, they could have done a little bit more here. Um, and the Rudy Tootie, it's, it's hit or miss for me. Like I said, I think it could have been a little better, but there's a scene outside. They do some great exterior shots, um, where it's very in the beginning too, when she walks to Rudy Tootie and it's dark at night, she's center frame mm, in the shot. I know. The snow is falling. The snow's in focus. She's out of focus, center frame. Uh, she walks into focus. She walks into the focus and it's so beautiful and so lovely. It almost looks it doesn't look like a Hallmark shot to me. It looks like an independent kind of filmmaker kind of shot. Um, and we don't get a lot of those. Uh, but this shot in particular stood out for me. It was beautiful. Yeah, and that's what I'm thinking. I mean, so in my mind, I was thinking you were going to love it technically. And then and once they did get into some interior, I was like, oh, he's not going to like yeah. that lighting. But that never bothered me. But that scene that you're talking about specifically, God. that was like cinematic. Like yeah. her walking under that like big bridge looking. Yeah, beautiful. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, it was gorgeous. But and we don't we don't we don't get that anywhere else, which is so weird to me. Like I really thought they would have they would have fallen back on some of that. Um, but I'm glad they fit one in because that that was that was. That was spicy. Yeah. And, you know, I really am appreciating the comedy that these movies, I feel like they're incorporating more and more comedy in a way that's like different, not like, I don't want to say like cheesy comedy, which I also enjoy, but it's more like actual like laugh out loud like yeah. i'm surprised that i'm <laughs> laughing this much like this movie had me laughing out loud quite a few times and yeah, same. uh and that's a testament to writing of course but also like the actors have to deliver it properly mm -hmm. and the delivery of the the whole cast really like the other uh ghosts and even in like the the other world where the ghosts hang out like there's a character named charlie loved her mm -hmm. and like i just yeah i just wonderful casting um but i also want to give props to the writing um just off the bat just because i thought it was a brilliant script because it kept surprising me and you know it's like this sort of retelling like i said a reimagined of a christmas carol of scrooge and but they kept doing things that were different. It was like they kept twisting it and turning it, and it just made it so much fun to watch. Um, so props to the script. And the writers were Zach Hug, who he's written quite a few Hallmark movies, one of my favorites being Jingle Around the Clock. Um, and he also wrote, which is making me even more excited for this one, the upcoming Maple Valley Christmas with uh, Andrew Walker. Uh, and then alongside Keith Hemstreet, they wrote the script together and Keith Hemstreet is new 
to Hallmark as a writer, and he just uh, wrote his first one was Noel Next Door. Oh, nice. Which yeah. we really enjoyed, too. So yes, I'm too. starting to see how, you know, his humor in mm. these movies already. So, yeah, great job. Yeah, and even, you know, the humor, I, I think we can't, you know, not talk about the, the ghost uh, past and future. We have the great and wonderful Reginald Vell Johnson. Who, A.K.A. Carl Winslow. Yeah, A.K.A. the, the cop from, from Die Hard. I mean, come on, which is one of the best Christmas movies out there. Uh, and so it was great to see him. Uh, he had a lovely ascot. He just, I mean, he just really bought into this part and like he, he brought it. Um, and it was, it was great to see. And also past who was played by Lori Tanchen. Um, awesome. I mean, they both just committed to these roles and really brought something extra and special. And I, I love to see that. So wonderful supporting cast in this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which makes it that much more fun. Like when we watch these movies you, and you can tell when the cast is like getting along and they're having fun and they're like they're embracing the script and just like having fun with it. Uh, but let's get into a little romance. If we must. <laughs> we must. So there was, I mean, just this whole movie was just everything I loved. There was nothing that I was like, oh, that was, you know. So when I say like my favorite scenes, like I could go on like, every single scene between just, just like one maybe with, two with Catherine and Peter because I just loved them um I loved you know the funny quips about her ghosting him and um and that line normally shouldn't work that that, <laughs> that line should not work but it does because they deliver this great performance yeah and then where he starts to realize like i'm into this ghost where he's like this is the part uh if we were like on a date where i'd be like wow she's really funny and cool and i want to take her out and buy her a drink Mm -hmm. oh but i can't because she's a ghost (laughs) um so it was just things like that that i just like i loved and also like it gives you that like oh no like obviously something's gonna happen but i didn't quite know what was gonna happen how you know they were gonna be together you didn't know well, I knew she wasn't going to be a ghost anymore, but I didn't know like how it was going to play as out. As soon as I saw the great unknown, I was like, okay, that's it. That's how she gets to, to be, be human. Well, spoilers, but yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know. And when, well, we'll talk about that, but I love how they portrayed that unknown yeah. also. No, it was, it was neat. Very well, clever. It was clever. But this is a movie. So we've talked about merry-go-rounds before carousels oh Um, gosh i hate him hate him (laughs) no but you know i've talked about how they can be really cute and sweet or they can go the opposite yeah and be very creepy and horror horror like um (laughs) this movie (laughs) it was really horrible yeah (laughs) this movie had a carousel in it and i was like oh flashbacks of merry-go-round but this one I, I liked how they did it. It had it actually had some sadness along with it in like his childhood when they go through his past of like always going to the merry-go-round. But th- we have some really cute scenes with these two with the the carousel on them. Um, and you mentioned the the part before where he's like uh, where he says, "I think you're pretty magical," because uh, she's like saying, "I'm not magical. I just you know I just use magic." And he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, I think you're pretty magical," and it's just like. Oh my God. And the looks, they have these like little smiles, like they're trying to like hold in these feelings that they're having for each other. And that just, oh my God, my heart just wanted to burst. 
Well, I think I'm glad you brought that up because I think when these actors, like you can tell that they're holding back, you know, like they're holding back these feelings. And when you see that, it just gets you excited because it just builds up the anticipation of when they finally are able to kind of share the, these feelings with each other. Um, and so that was, that was great to see. And they, they performed it beautifully. Especially, yes, especially in the scene where she's um, she's like telling him that they don't know what they're supposed to get him to learn and the way he is looking at her he's like biting his lip or she's biting her lip and he's like licking his lips like and she's like (laughs) what movie were you watching i don't remember this (laughs) she's like they're outside it's like i think right before it starts snowing the um and then uh, right outside of the community center and then she's like telling him oh what i wish i were i were braver you know if i could come back and do it all over again i wish i could be braver um and he's like well if i were braver and there's just like these pauses do you know do you know what i'm talking about the oh, scene? i know, the, I know, the, I know and i'm scene. like oh well if he was braver you know i'm thinking he would he would kiss her i thought we we're gonna right get a now. kiss i thought we were gonna get a kiss I knew we weren't. I was like, they're not going to give this to me. But just that that anticipation and knowing, like they didn't even have to say it, but you knew what they were thinking. And that to me is just excellent acting. Like I can read, I felt like I was reading their minds. Yeah. Um, beautiful, beautiful scene. For sure. And then when it starts to snow and she's just like watching him, like she tells him to close his eyes mm. and he's just like feeling the snowfall and she's just watching him like my heart. I just, I kept feeling like I just, this movie made me smile so much. It was just. Well, it made you feel good too. I mean, that's, yeah. and that's what you want from these films, right? You want to feel good. You want to smile. You laugh. I mean, this movie really did have all of it in, in my opinion. Um, I loved it when they, they snapped back, when they, they realized, when he realized what he was supposed to do and they immediately snap back and they're like, Oh no, wait, no, I still have more to learn. Like it was, that scene got me. That was a super, super cute scene. Yeah. And, and surprising. You're like, Oh no, like there's like half of a movie left. Like what's, what's going to happen. And then they realized they were scrooging the wrong Baron. I I just, I I mean, it's so funny because I like, Throughout the mood, the first part of the movie, I was like, "Why aren't they doing his father? His father's a real Scrooge." Yeah, and I never thought that it was like a mix-up. So yeah, there was definitely some some twists and turns and some surprising things. And you know, we go back in time and see that her friend was his grandmother, not that she was his grandmother, which <laughs> yes. was great. I was like, "Oh." So man. Ham <laughs> tried to get me to think I that did. she no, I did. I did. was his grandmother, and this is like. I'm like feeling this couple like I'm like I can't wait for the you know more romance like these two are incredible together and then you're like all of a sudden she's his grandmother and (laughs) let me tell you we'll be watching things all the time and he'll just blurt out like because he just has this like amazing mind and he can figure things out like in the first like five seconds of a movie well you see you see enough movies and you, you know the tricks and so he's constantly spoiling things for me without you know knowing that he is because he doesn't necessarily for sure know that he's right nine times out of ten he is but so this happens where he's like oh my god she's his her her, she's his grandmother and oh my god like my heart sank because for a split second (laughs) i was like wait what with a twist how wait so he's really gonna end up with that girl from his past like i was like no 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 no. this cannot be right and then realize like oh yeah she can't be his grandmother you know 
But anyways, you did get me for just a tiny worth little it. Totally second. worth it. Yeah, and you know, like I said, the the lighting here, like you, you'd mentioned, very high key. Um, the, the set designs, I mean, I, I mentioned before, the office scene... I don't know. Like I said, like when you have, so the hardest part, so the, one of the hardest things about making a film is location, right? Because you can only have so many locations that you have to shoot in because when you move to a different location, you have to take the entire crew with you. So it's extremely difficult, costly and time consuming to go to different locations. Um, and that's why you see a lot of the film type, same location. Um, and so I just felt like some of these locations weren't as good as they could be. Uh, I wish they were, you know, just set dress a little bit better, maybe a little bit more, um, I don't know, just set dressing. I think that, again, comes down to to budget constraints. You know, a movie like this, you have two newcomers to, to Hallmark. You're not going to throw all your money at it. And so I think in this case, it hurt it in a lot of ways. And, you know, like I said, the movie's good enough that you can ignore most of it. But for me, it was it was a little painful to, to watch some of these scenes, the interior scenes anyway. Mm, painful. Uh, yeah, I... Mm. No, it it didn't bother me at all. Like like I said, I enjoyed the the look of everything. Um, yeah, the office was not my favorite location, but I think it wasn't supposed to be. You know, like everything else is like cozy and twinkly lights, and obviously the office where his dad works is like drab. Yeah. Oh, this is where Scrooge, you know, Scrooge's office throne chair is <laughs> in. But um, also. <laughs> The few notes that I have are like, I was a little confused with the the past versions of Peter. Like they were switching out these actors. Were they? Did were we for certain? Like I feel like the I kid don't know. The first boy they showed, then they hair. showed him again, which I thought was like they looked like they were the same age, but like completely different. Like didn't yeah. even look similar to each other. So that was a, yeah, that was a little weird. That threw me, <laughs> that threw me, that threw me off, threw me a that little me off too. Um, and then when he's like older, he looks like a lot older than I think he was supposed to be. So not really sure. That was like the only like notes that I had that I was like, and also when the movie started, I thought it was a little confusing, but then, you know, once it kicked in, once it was like, it. got it. Um, and speaking of, one of my favorite things besides everything else, um, two words, Susan Crane. <laughs> like, what a character for a movie. Yeah, and again, she she goes into it. You know what I mean? Oh like, she, she just embraces this character. Uh, she was played by Beth Levell and Levell. I'm not sure if, how to exactly pronounce it, but Susan Crane as a character was just magnificent. I I loved her enthusiasm and yeah she like she totally sold it like I believed this was a real person and I also wanted to be her best friend yeah so I loved the whole thing with like his dad for some reason like is in love this with man her hates everything but loves her like that a great and it's a great thing to do like yeah it was just awesome to see and really you know I think we need to give a shout out since we're doing a quick little shout out to the director as well. Because obviously you need a good director to pull off a film like this. Yes, this movie was directed by Rich Newey, who we have seen before uh, with another one of our favorites, Crashing Through the Snow. Mm. That was another great ensemble. Ensemble. Ensemble, please. Uh, <laughs> Use a correct pronunciation. But yeah, Susan Crane, that whole thing was magnificent. I loved, you know, he, also when 
when Catherine comes back and she's like talking to him in the hallway and he's like talking to himself and she's she's like trying to get him oh, to like so stop because yeah. his neighbors are like, this is why we do it at night this is why we do it at night um and and also you know we don't have stupid conflict in this film like we don't have conflict that is very bothersome you know he didn't overhear some ghostly thing and get all upset and storm off and not answer no. his ghost phone um there was none of that and i love that i love when movies treat the audience with some respect and intelligence and we got it. I love the conflict. I love the conflict between him and his dad. Um, what they were going to do, like all of it was just, it felt right to me. There was nothing that felt out of place. Like, so they, not only did they, you know, fly the plane beautifully throughout, but they were able to land it as well. So. Ooh, that's a nice, nice, yeah. nice analogy there. Um, yeah, absolutely. I love that there was, you know, none of that. Um, just goodness abounding and, Honestly, I didn't want this movie to end. Like when I knew it was getting closer, like when we were halfway through and like they stopped, I was like, oh my God, we still have like another hour. And I was so excited because I just <laughs> didn't know where they were going to go. And that's just a sign of a great movie. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I even got a little teared up too when she was saying goodbye to the ghost. You oh, know, and, oh my gosh. Oh well, when she has to say goodbye to him, like she thinks like this is it. And she keeps asking, are you going to go to the carousel? Like, Because <laughs> she thinks he's going to choose because he, he could choose that you know old crush from back when he was a boy. Yeah. But he's like, nope, I'm going to pine for a ghost for the rest of my life. Yep. Which bless his heart, it, he he would have, and who could have blamed him? But yeah, that goodbye, like oh, I was just like oh my gosh, like she's like this is it, I'm you know, fell in love with a, a mortal, and so you know the classic, the whole ghost falling in love with a mortal story, mm. but mm. Uh, and they even mentioned ghost in the film like twice too, <laughs> too. So they, I love they acknowledge it. I love it. And, but yeah, she gets, she gets to have a life with Peter and, and they help people, but I do have some questions that maybe I can answer them all. So I love what they did with the, the great unknown, because you think, Oh, the great unknown is like, who knows what is, what is it? Um, but I like that they sort of nod to it. Like it's like an, an afterlife after an afterlife basically mm-hmm. um where you can kind of do whatever you want right that's what they were saying like whatever you can envision whatever you want to like once you know what you want you can go through and have that sure maybe yeah i mean to me you know if you're a ghost and you're you know you're living for, we're gonna get a little a little spiritual here uh if you're a ghost and you're living forever you might come to a point and be like you know i n- no longer want to exist anymore i just want to be in the cosmos and so that's what the great unknown would be for you or maybe you want to go back and, and do something that's what it would be for you but it seems it seems like the great unknown knows mm-hmm. what you want yeah and is able to give it to you but i don't think he would just you know give it to you unless you were sure yeah you can't have it until you know for sure because they say well how do you know you just you you know know. um and she knew oh she knew she knew and it's cool to see how like they all brought them together like she was the one being scrooged and yes that was another like twist on like i wasn't expecting that it was all part of a plan for her that she was the ultimate one they were scrooging well i love that i mean she uh charlie charlie kind of does a little doctor who and explains timey-wimey a little bit to us and how you know, time sometimes moves quicker or slower and you have to do certain things like kill her to make sure that she ends up with her soulmate. So I thought that was kind of a neat, neat twist too. Yeah. There were so many just little fun, things, fun things. Yeah. Details that I loved. Um, 
And, but the thing that I was a little confused at is so when she goes through and she ends up back as a mortal and yep. she's on earth, has she been in that life? And there, we're just like jumping into just like a scene or is that right when she walks through? Because like, he's not surprised to see her. It's like, they've been together already and it's like nothing. That's interesting. I thought they were just being kind of cute about it. I don't know. That's a question for the director because now that you mention it, you're right. But I would just mm. see. I took it. I took it as her walking in right after going through the great unknown. But maybe she has been there for a little bit. No, because he doesn't seem surprised to see her. Like I assume they thought we're never going to see each other again. And then I. But I think he was kind of being cute about it. I think they were both being kind of cute about it. Like somehow he knew he would see her again. He was hoping for it. That's hmm. <laughs> see mm. i got you thinking got me thinking i don't know what, what about you folks out there what do, what do y'all think yeah give us your theories what do you think is it open for interpretation um but yeah i want more maybe sequel could they do a sequel um no i mean i don't think they could i mean we see them with kids and you know they we see her future right so it's all kind of played out and everything so um oh i do want to say um, I don't think we'll have a sequel, but I would like to see these two together for whatever you want to throw at them. Great stuff. Um, I love it when um, Future sees the file. He like gives like a little like, oh, <laughs> like yeah. that's one of my favorite. It's so subtle. It's such a subtle little nod. It was it was beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah it really makes you want to go back and see it because I feel like there's so much happening in this movie and there's so much like funniness and cute things that you can go back and probably catch something that you missed the oh, first sure. time. And sure. I love uh, movies like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but we do get a kiss at the end. We only get one kiss. And I rated it Sparks. It was not, I mean, it was not a Blazing Inferno. I mean, even though they could have given us that, but this kiss wasn't that. But it was Sparks. It was short. It was a very short kiss. But it was really nice. And I thought it was a really sweet kiss for them mm. in, in the moment so yeah no it was, it was a nice kiss it, it felt it felt appropriate for the scene yeah i don't think peter and Catherine were like a blazing inferno at no. that for that moment you don't want to you don't want a hot and heavy makeout session <laughs> you want a nice a nice kiss so it worked out i think um i think we could have gotten one had they maybe done maybe the scene before where they were like thinking about it mm, but um yeah. that's yeah that's the blazing inferno <laughs> But no, this movie was just a delight and I, I wasn't expecting it. Like, I feel like this one wasn't super advertised. Like I didn't really see the previews of it a lot. Um, I knew it was going to be good. I'm going to come out on a limb and I'm going to say, I knew this one was going to be good from a, from a movie standpoint, not, not technical. Cause I saw the previews, but <laughs> just the plot and everything. I was like, Oh, this looks super cute. This looks like a fun one. And I'm glad it lived up to mine. Yeah. Well, I knew I wanted to see it cause of Ian Harding. I didn't know about the girl, but it did look cute when I had seen it, but I didn't see a bunch of like, you know, promotion for it or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't, I mean, don't sleep on this one. Yeah, don't sleep on this if, one. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, even though we've spoiled the whole thing for you. Again, I assume you've seen the movie if you were listening to this. So yeah, excellent. I'm so excited to, I can't wait to watch this one again. This got me in the holiday spirit. I, I'm, I'm there now. Halloween's over. It's time to, uh, it's time to holiday spirit up. Do you think we'll go as far as say this is going to become like a classic for us? Are we going to like make sure we watch this one every year? I oh no oh, you're gonna you're gonna 
It's the, te- the technique holds me back, but yes, I think it would be on every year. I would say that. Yeah. Well, I'll be watching it and you'll pass through and then you'll be like, any, I mean, really any sort of time travel. It's like the, t- we love the magic and time travel. Any time travel <laughs> magic do. ones we're here for. But yeah, we'll, Or ghosts. Or ghosts. We like the ones that are like with the Christmas Carol vibes. Yeah. So for sure. great job. Great work. Um, let us all know what you think too. Let us know if you like this one as much as us, or if maybe you didn't, you know, feel free to drop us a message. We've been getting some really good messages from y'all. Really appreciate it. Um, I, I love talking about it. If you have questions, you know, we love answering them. Yep. As always, thank you for listening. Make sure you are following us on all of the socials. Mm -hmm. We're on Instagram, um, at it's technically romance. We're on Twitter, which is technically rom and make sure that you give us a rating and review if you are listening on apple music uh you can also rate us on spotify now um but those really help us out and yeah thanks we will be back next week thank you all really appreciate the support and see you next week